Welcome to Vacation Buzz. My name is Mike Miller with Freedom to Roam Travel. Vacation Buzz is your place for up-to-date news, tips, and reviews to make your vacation something to brag about. Hello and welcome to Vacation Buzz. My name is Mike Miller with Freedom to Roam Travel. I hope everybody is having a fantastic week. Uh, I was out last week. I had a little bit of a cold, but feeling much better. Uh, this week, I will discuss guided vacations or guided tours. Talk about what they, um, you know, what they are, what's involved in doing one, who's it kind of for, and give you some examples of those tours. Um, and then I'm going to have a few travel tips for airport travel. But first, let's jump into the news. The state of Hawaii is lifting their travel restrictions starting on March 26. Now, this includes vaccination requirements as well as testing. Uh, so those requirements will go away completely. I believe they're also lifting their mask requirement indoors. So we're starting to see these restrictions go away. And I think that's going to be the trend over the next few months. And hopefully by the time we get to summer, we'll see a much, much more um, free way of traveling. And one of the things I'm looking for is that on March 18th, when the mask requirement for uh, airplane travel does expire, hopefully they will not renew that and that will go away as well. I I believe it will. I, I don't think it's going to continue, but we will see. Uh, This week, Carnival Cruise Line celebrates their 50th birthday. They started in 1972. Um, They had a couple of ship meetups in the Caribbean, um, special, you know, some special events on board. Uh, I know they had a big meetup near the or near in the Caribbean. I think near Mexico um, back on Monday, and I know that they'll have one this week on the West Coast in the Pacific, and then they'll have another one uh, in the Bahamas. So a lot of a lot of stuff going on with them. Um, celebrating that 50 years is a big milestone. I know some of the passengers are going to get some gifts, some 50th anniversary gifts. So really exciting for uh, for Carnival. I love that cruise line. I love how they have um, they really had a really positive impact on cruising. Um, you always will always have fun when you go on a Carnival cruise. So that's wonderful to see. For Royal Caribbean uh, last Friday, the brand new Wonder of the Seas began her maiden voyage from Port Everglades. Uh, she will sail a seven-night sell seven-night Caribbean sailings from Port Everglades through October, and then she's actually going to reposition to Port Canaveral, um, where she will sail, I believe, until next summer. And next summer, she'll do some Europe sailings. Um, so it's exciting to see her come to Port Canaveral. Now, Wonder is now the largest cruise ship ever built and part of the Oasis class of ships. Uh, she will feature some new dining venues like Southern Cooking at the Mason Jar uh, and a new neighborhood for sweet guests. And as you may know, the Oasis class ships are built with these different neighborhoods. Um, there are seven different neighborhoods, uh, the Boardwalk, uh, Central Park, uh, some others. And then this one's going to have a area just for sweet guests. So that's really exciting. So that is the news for the week. We are going to jump into guided vacations right after this. All right. Well, welcome back. 
Um, so as I mentioned, this week we're going to talk about guided vacations or guided tours. So, you know, what are these? Um, now, these are land tours that you are going to spend the majority of time with your tour guide. And they can cover multiple cities, multiple states, even multiple countries. Um, typically, the guides live in or around the destination that you're visiting. So you know you really you're getting that, that, that local flavor. Um, you're getting the information that you want and you're getting accurately. Uh, now, these can range as far as the number of uh, travelers on the tour. Uh, it can be 15 to 50 depending on the company, and even even within the same companies. For example, Trafalgar has some small group tours, and then they have their regular tours. Uh, if you're on somebody like um, Abercrombie & Kent, who does African safaris, they're going to have some smaller tours. Uh, Colette has some smaller tours. So depending on the company, you will find some that have those uh, smaller groups. And those are really popular right now where people want to be with less people. And I think that, that makes a lot of sense. Now transportation is usually on a motor coach. You might have some uh, some small cruise uh, cruises involved there. Um, maybe on a river or you might be crossing over to an island, that type of thing. Um, but the majority of the transportation is on a motor coach. Um, but don't worry about that. A lot of people get, oh, I don't want to spend all this time on a motor coach. They can be very comfortable, and and to be honest, you're not driving, so that's a, that's a big that's a big deal. Um, you can you've got these big huge windows that you can look out. Um, if you're in the if you're out west, you know, doing a national park tour, and you're driving through these national parks, and you have these big huge windows that you can overlook, and you're not having to worry about driving or looking for signs or where's my hotel or where should I stop. You don't have to worry about that. You have all that taken care of for you when you're on this motor coach. Now, depending on the tour company, uh, the inclusions of meals can vary. Uh, most tour operators include breakfast each morning, and that's usually at the hotel. Um, some specialty dinners, depending on the destination, um, but some companies include all of it. Now, most of the time you're going to have lunch is going to be on your own, and they'll do, uh, a lot of times it'll be a, what's considered a scattered lunch, where you'll pull into a town or a city, and uh, they will give you some recommendations, or you know you can just go and have lunch where you want. You'll have a certain amount of time. You'll have a little bit of time to, to, to sightsee, but the majority of it is to go and grab some lunch. Definitely take a recommendation from the tour guide. They will give you ideas of where to go and what's going to be good, and that way you know you're uh, not wasting your money or your time. So, uh, and as I mentioned, the, the breakfast is usually included at the hotel. The dinners are, are sometimes included, um, not as often, just depending on the tour company. But if you have somebody like Talc, uh, Abercrombie & Kent, um, these are going to be companies that are going to include the majority of the meals, if not all of them. So, um, and of course your hotels are included. Uh, your hotels, your taxes, um, all of that's included. Now you may, you may have gratuities that you have to pay to the tour guide, but uh, really the majority of everything you're going to pay for is already included. Um, now, of course, at the hotel, you're going to have any kind of incidentals. If you take anything out of the mini bar or anything like that, that will be in addition. So how does it work? Um, you're going to meet your guide the night before uh, at your hotel. Uh, for example, 
if you're doing, uh, and I'll talk about this in a little bit, the National Parks tour in, with Colette, uh, you'll meet your uh, representative at the hotel in Scottsdale. It may be a formal thing where they have a cocktail reception or it might be the, the guide is just available to go and ask questions and get kind of get, uh, you might get name tags, you might get everything um, that you need, you know, housekeeping stuff. Just find out exactly what's going to happen on the tour. Now, your tour usually starts the next day uh, in that city, and you might be staying an extra night there, um, but you will, or you might actually just do some touring in that city and then move on to the next destination. Now, I always recommend to take a pre-night, so get there the night before, have your um, time to, you know, you know, get adjusted to the time zone if you had to change time zones, uh, especially if you're going to Europe. Um, and then get that time to, to kind of s- to, to spend some time on your own and just hang out and see your, see your stuff. Um, now, when you arrive at a hotel, uh, they'll usually check you in. They'll have your room keys. They may hand them to you as you're getting off the bus or you, know, you may get them before you even get to the hotel. But then you'll be able to go right to your room. You'll, your luggage will be taken to your room for you. And a little note about that, um, they do only allow one piece of check luggage, typically. Um, you might be able to pay for an additional piece, but you do get that one piece of luggage. And like I said, they will take it to, the, to your room for you and then bring it back out the next day. Now, you're going to take tours with your guide, um, hitting key, point, key points of interest in the destination, um, but we'll often have some free time. So you'll have some time to go and explore on your own and see some of the destinations, maybe go back to something you wanted to go, wanted to see. And that's typically at the end of the day um, and you start your, you know, start your day with the tour. Now, you may have a day where it is completely on your own, um, but the majority of the time it is with your tour guide. Now, as I mentioned, uh, for breakfast... Um, you do you do usually have breakfast in the uh, in the uh, hotel because they are going to get up and they're going to have breakfast and you're going to be on your way. So it's not a thing where you're you have a lot of time to kind of go out and wander around and find a place for breakfast. Uh, if you do, make sure you do it early so that you don't miss that uh, miss that bus. And like I mentioned, lunch is usually scattered, and dinner is usually, if it's included, it's at a hotel restaurant or a specific restaurant that they have they have in mind. Um, but you know, I again going back to that, asking the tour guide if there's a restaurant that you want to try, ask them. Let them ask them what it's like. They probably will be able to tell you. And I can help you as my advi- as your advisor. I can help you kind of go through some of that and make those plans. You know, find if there's a special restaurant that you want to try. We can see do they need reservations and get you all set up for those. Um, so that, so remember those guides will give you those recommendations. Um, not only for food, but also for your free time. Something, you know, things that you may want to go. Is there a bar or a club that you want to go see? That kind of thing. Now, who is this for? It's really for anyone, depending on the type of tour and the destination. Um, but I will tell you, now they're, they are very structured. They are very, uh, they can be rigid. So they are specific to certain you know, you're going to leave your hotel at this time, you're going to go see this destination, this destination, that point of interest. You know, you don't have a lot of free time on the tour. 
this can be rough on someone that maybe doesn't like to do that. You like to have, like to just go do stuff on a whim. You don't like to plan. But for someone that really likes to plan, someone that likes to have everything set up, all your hotels, your tours, um, if you're going to the destination for the first time, this is going to be perfect for you because you're going to, you don't have to worry. You're given the itinerary, you're told where to be, where to go at certain times, and uh, they're going to make sure that you see the, the best places to see. Um, when you're going to Italy, you're going to go and see the Vatican, and you're going to, going to have to wait in line to go see the Vatican. So uh, these are things that you're going to want to be able to, uh, that you're going to get out of doing one of these guided vacations. Now, there are, uh, and there's a variety of different types of these, uh, some of these vacations. There are fully guided vacations, and that's what we're talking about here. But there are what I can, what I call hosted vacations, hosted tours, and these are where you have a, um, you might get a tour included, your hotel included. You have a host available in that destination to ask questions and to help you with recommendations. But for the most part, you're on your own to do things on your own um, with this little bit of structure. But what we're talking about is more structured. So if you like to have those things planned out, this is perfect for you. If you're traveling solo, this is great for you because you can actually meet new people. Uh, we find that whenever somebody goes on one of these tours, whether it be you know a couple or it, it would be um, you know traveling solo, that you meet a lot of new people. Uh, a real good example of that is my um, my my dad and, and my stepmom went on a tour with uh, I think it was Colette and uh, the Colette or Talc, I can't remember which one it was, but they actually, you know, met a lot, met a few people, and there's some people that they've kept in touch with, and that happens all the time, so it is something that you want to um, consider when going, you know, it's very hard to meet people when you're there on your own, with this, you're going to meet those, those individuals, so where can you go? Really, anywhere in the world, you can go, there are tours here in the United States, Central and South America, uh, Asia, uh, Japan is a big one. Um, there's a lot of tours in Japan. Um, Europe uh, with Italy, uh, Spain, Germany, a lot of stuff up in the UK. Um, there's some great tours throughout Europe, uh, Canada, and like I said, you know, especially here in the U.S., a lot of people are doing tours here in the U.S. now. Um, because they you know, may or may not be feel comfortable going over to Europe. Well, you still have that opportunity to see the national parks and see the East Coast and see California. And, the, and there's so much to see right here in the U.S. And as restrictions are lifted, um, it's going to be a lot easier and really a lot more fun. So let's give you some examples of what, um, who does these types of tours. Uh, for example, you have companies like Colette, um, who is, you didn't necessarily specialize in a certain destination, um, but they have some fantastic tours. CIE, who specialize in Ireland and Scotland. So if you're looking at Ireland and Scotland, that's one of the first places we're going to look. Uh, Globus, Talc, which is more of a high-end, um, all-inclusive tour company. Uh, Insight Vacations. Um, Alexander Roberts is a small group tour company. 
they maybe 15 to 20 people on their tours they were formerly general tours and uh, when i was working for AAA, I did a lot of those I did a lot of trafalgar they're a fantastic company they do a lot of uh unique tours in uh europe as well as central and south america now you also have abercrombie and kent who does Aber, you know african safaris um you have contiki who actually specializes in 18 to 35 year olds so their tours are geared towards that age group and so if you're if you're within that age group that's a company we want to look at and see whether or not they have something that's going to fit what you're looking for um give me kind of an example uh colette they have a national parks of america tour um you start in scottsdale arizona you end in rapid city south dakota it's 12 days You'll visit uh, Zion, Grand Teton, Yellowstone, and, and, and more, of course. Um, I believe you also go to uh, Mount Rushmore. So there's a lot within that tour. And, uh, and it looked like a lot of dinners were included in that tour. So that is a, a really good option. Uh, Trafalgar, they have Best of Italy. It's 13 days. You visit 15 cities, two countries, including Capri. Um, you visit Rome, Florence, Pompeii, um, I believe you go to Naples, there's, there's a ton of it. And like one of the examples I mentioned, you get VIP admission to the Vatican Museum. So you're, uh, you know, you're going to get these little add-ons that you're not going to be able to get on your own. And if you can get it on your own, it's going to be expensive and it's going to be additional. So it is something that you want to consider as part of doing a uh, doing a tour now whether you're traveling as an individual or a great way to do this is as a group um, pricing can be very can can be very good um, it, compared to doing it on your own you don't have to rent a car you don't have to uh, worry about finding the ho the right hotel all of that is there and taken care of for you so that is guided tours or guided vacations um i should mention these are land vacations <laughs> but yeah those are guided vacations or guided tours and it's something you want to consider doing um so let's jump into uh travel tips um i have a few travel tips that i wanted to go over um for arriving at the airport and i thought i would share these and make this part of, make this a new segment that i do at the end of each of these uh episodes um, so let's first talk about parking. Um, one of the things that I always do is I take a picture of where my car is. Uh, that way what happens is I, I, if I forget where it is, I can look at it and I can, I can see. I'll usually take a picture of a sign that's, that's at the elevator um, or some kind, something that's going to remind me where I am parked at. Uh, that makes things a little bit easier. Number two, for shoes. Uh, wear loose-fitting uh, shoes. Uh, you have to remove them, you know, when you get to security. So wearing flip-flops or something you can easily slip off and slip on will save you a lot of time and hassle. Um, it, it just makes things a lot easier for you. I usually wear flip-flops a lot of times when I'm uh, when I'm flying. Um, speaking of security, uh, now you have to remove any electric item, electronic items. Um, that are same size or larger than your cell phone. So have these handy if possible and ready to go at any time 
you know, at the time that you reach that scanner. So, you know, obviously you don't want to have them in your hand, you know, trying to walk through the line and all that. Just have them in your bag, have them uh, have it open, and that way you can pull it out and put it on the on the scanner. Um, or on the on the belt that's just going to make things a lot easier for you and a lot faster you know if everybody did this uh tsa would be a lot faster <laughs> um arrive early you know as with anything if you cut it too close something is bound to go wrong uh, for domestic fights uh i would say about an hour and a half early and for international two hours early um, this should allow you time to check in check your bags and get through security and find your gate um, don't walk up to uh, the gate when they're closing the doors and tell them you need to go to Starbucks. You should have given enough time to do that. Uh, I've seen it happen. <laughs> um, so definitely go ahead and make sure you give yourself plenty of time. Um, number five and the last one we're going to talk about is bring an empty water bottle. Now, when you go to, uh, obviously when you go through security, you can't take any liquids with you. Uh, you have to, any bottles have to be empty. So take an empty water bottle. When you get to the other side of security, um, you might pay 3 4 $5 for a bottle of water. But they have uh, hydration stations where you can go and fill your water bottle. Um, usually take one that has, that, that's like the stainless steel and that will, you know, keep it cold for a long time. Fill that thing up, and it's important to make sure that you are drinking water because you dehydrate when you fly. It's just something that happens, um, so you want to make sure that you do have that uh, have that water with you, and you don't want that way you don't have to pay that additional ridiculous cost. So, so that is it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope it was informative. If you have questions, if you need help with your travel, in the show notes, you're going to find my email, my phone number, as well as my a link to my travel, uh, my vacation inquiry form. You can click on that, fill out the information. We'll be in contact. We'll talk about what you're looking for, and we'll, I will get you going on your next vacation. If you want to receive the Vacation Buzz newsletter, uh, I also have a link in the show notes that you can click on and sign up for that newsletter. So anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed it. Again, have a wonderful, wonderful weekend coming up. Uh, Spring is almost here, so enjoy it. And uh, don't forget, you do turn your clocks back forward for the most of the country. You do turn it forward uh, as we change into daylight savings time. Have a great week, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of Vacation Buzz. Be sure to check out Freedom to Roam Travel on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. For more information, email me, mike at freedomtoroamtravel.com.